Hello, this is Lena speaking, dietitian uh, from and founder from Dietitian Your Way, a directory for registered dietitian nutritionists, where our top priority is to help clients get the attention and nutrition care they deserve from educated, skilled, and vetted dietitians. And today I have with me Diana Mesa from NMSA Nutrition, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about her private practice and everything she has going on with her business. So without further ado, Diana, go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you so much, Leda. Yes, that's right. I have a private practice named In La Mesa Nutrition based in South Florida. Uh, it's a virtual private practice where I help people from diverse backgrounds honor their health through their cultural foods and also heal, heal that relationship with food and their bodies. Um, I also offer uh, recipe development and content creation um, for a variety of platforms, and um, I offer group programs, I offer one-to-one -one counseling, um, and I offer one-to-one -one programs as well. I love that. I feel that dietitians are so multifaceted. We have so many things going on, and I think that... Um, you know, the recipes, the group counseling, it's amazing everything that we can do and how we can affect the public. So to begin with, can you tell us a little bit about your journey of being a dietitian um, and how you became uh, to be uh, the founder of NMS Nutrition? Definitely. So I originally started my career in architecture right after high school, um, but that didn't go as planned. I took, you know, a few years off here and there. Um, and finally, I was like, okay, architecture is not for me, it's not making me happy yeah. to sign up for classes for next semester. So I, I instead took kind of like a light semester. I took a math class and I took a nutrition class and I excelled at the nutrition class and also the math class, um, surprisingly. But uh, all of that to say is that I kind of stumbled on it and it turns out that I really enjoyed it. I never thought both my parents are have medical backgrounds, so I always kind of fought against. <laughs> it's funny, you know, going that way. But alas, here we are. Um, and you know, one of the things I love, just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, is that um, I get to put my creative juices because mm -hmm. you know that's that's the piece of the architecture that I really love, just to build, to create. Yeah. Um, and I can do the same thing with dietetics because there's so many different things that we can do. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think there's a lot of different avenues that we can take um, as dietitians. Um, so tell us a little bit about your business. What kind of uh, things do you offer? And, uh, you know, what kind of population do you work with? Yeah, definitely. Um, here in South Florida, it's a pretty diverse crowd. Um, it's a lot of Latinos, uh, a lot of Latinos with diabetes. I'm a diabetes care and education specialist. So um, that's really sort of what I'm most passionate about, although a lot of those folks also have other chronic conditions that they're wanting to manage, such as, you know, GERD or IBS yeah. or, um, gosh, I don't know, heart disease, kidney disease. So um, that's usually a lot of people also come to me just for general wellness and prevention. Mm -hmm. um, and on a non-medical nutrition therapy side, they come to me to work on their relationship with food and their body and to heal disordered eating patterns. Um, so we work from a weight inclusive lens, which basically means, and I know you know this, yeah, for the audience, it, it basically means that, um, that um, I, I believe that health can be achieved at any weight and that it's not um, you know, the cause for disease. Right. Um, and, and we can, 
the center weight loss in our uh, sessions and still uh, improve all of those things that we want to work on, like sleep and stress management and, yeah. you know, the way we move and eat. I 100% agree. Um, and talking about diversity, because I know Miami is pretty diverse. I'm from Miami as well. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, how diversity has affected you um, as a dietitian, a Latina dietitian. Definitely. Um, well, so we know that there are barriers to uh, higher education for Latinos and other marginalized people. So that's in and of itself a barrier. You know, I'm grateful that I got into dietetics before the master's requirement because yeah, <laughs> I don't have a master's degree. Yeah, yeah exactly. same. Um, and I don't think, I mean, I, I think it's kind of silly considering they're not paying more for it. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's a whole other topic, but yes, I, I, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's one of the barriers I think, um, as being a Latina dietitian, I think it's also come in handy it, to some extent because it has gotten me into certain positions that, you know, because they're looking for a diverse person. Right they Same. will opt for, you know, a Latina. Um, and so, you know, maybe they want to learn about Hispanic food ways, then they would probably look toward a Latina dietitian. And that has opened a lot of doors for me. Absolutely. Um, but in the same breath, you know, there's also the sort of token Latina or token right. um, BIPOC individual right. um, where, Although you have some visibility, like in the company picture, right. it doesn't mean that you're getting the um, respect and not, your voice is not being upheld, you know, in the actual organization. So yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I have the same um, type of experiences too, especially working in the corporate world. You see a lot of us who, you know, really strive to help patients and people, you know, of color and people who are look just like us, right? Um, but you know, when you look at the hierarchy and you look at people who are, you know, above us, who are the directors and stuff, you, we really don't get seen. Um, and I think that's, you know, part of the reason why it's so important for us to be seen, right. Is for us to actually be leaders in those positions to help us, help us and help our people of color. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, and so talking about dietetics in general, um, what trends do you see emerges, emerging in the field of nutrition and dietetics in the coming years? Well, I definitely see more weight inclusive care coming. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, this past year at Fancy, I, the audience wanted less weight centric information. And um, I saw a lot of people challenging the status quo there. Yeah. Um, so that was really the opposite of disheartening, I guess, heartening. <laughs> yeah. And for people who don't know what Fancy is, uh, Fancy is a food and nutrition conference um, expo for dietitians. So all dietitians go to these. Um, it's one conference once a year um, yeah. that we go to to get educated and get acquainted with the information that's being upheld in dietetics during that, that year. Exactly. So I think that you can really pick up on trends there because if, if the presenters aren't presenting on it, the audience is asking questions on it. And I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of audience members asking a lot of great questions. That's and awesome. Are upvoted. So the audience, the other audience members who have similar questions can upvote. Um, and a lot of them were weight inclusive stuff. So very cool. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And 
so you know as dietitians as dietitians a lot of us um are in that sphere right of being white centric what barriers do you see when talking to customers uh, or clients uh, when we talk about these topics? Yeah, I think it's only normal for people to want to lose weight in the society that we exist within, no matter what size you are, because that's the messaging that a lot of people are receiving everywhere they look, even at the doctor's office. Um, So I think that that's a big barrier in sort of selling this perspective because people when they think of nutritionist or dietitian they think of you know the skinny blonde girl who's yeah. gonna weigh you every time yeah. every week measure around your waist right. um and you know give you some food models and so the idea of what health looks like is mm-hmm. brown rice broccoli and you know a lightly chicken dusted breast. chicken breast <laughs> yeah. exactly just like yeah um <laughs> and so when they hear these concepts about, hey, you know, you can have health at any size, mm-hmm. you don't have to lose weight, you know, the, the results doesn't have to be focused on weight loss in order for you to feel right. better. Um, it, it's confusing to them a lot of times. They feel like, I don't know what I'm talking about, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then there's some people who are ready for it. There's some people who are already sort of you know, tapped into this on social media or, um, and so there's that perspective too. Yeah. I think, um, I think the big part too, in the Latinx community is that, you know, we, we know that we don't look like you, what you just mentioned, which is a typical, like, you know, slender, slim, you know, small hips, like we don't look the part, right. So there's a lot of, different body shapes and not just in our culture, but in various different cultures. Right. And I think that's a big concept that our society has yet to grasp is that like, Hey, we all come in different shapes and forms. It doesn't mean that one is healthier than the other. And for some reason, our society has equated that to being like, okay, like because you are skinny, you're healthy. Right. And that's just really not the, the um, correct information. Right. Exactly. It's definitely not that straightforward. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if it were, we've been sort of lied to for decades um, about how realistically attainable it is. Yeah. So, you know, people people tend to, especially here in Miami, where it's a very, um, what's what's a politically correct way to say it? Um, A very- ways to describe Miami. (laughs) An aesthetic oriented city. They really are about aesthetics. Um, They value that final product more than the process and the learning experience and the, and the real like internal change Mm -hmm. to get there. And so a lot of people are looking for that quick fix and there's so many options out there for that. Especially in Miami. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, So with that being said, what are some successes that you've had with customers uh, or clients in the past? Well, I mean, the, you know, my favorite type of successes are when they start off sort of hyper fixated on how certain foods are going to impact their health and they don't really know what to do. And then at the end of our three month program, which is probably one of my more popular services, um, our one on one three month program is um, at the end, they feel empowered, they feel confident, uh, they feel uh, like they can trust 
their body and their yes. choices and that they don't have to question every single food choice because um, throughout the process, they've really learned what foods are going to help them, or, you know, right. and, and, and the stress and anxiety around, oh my gosh, the guilt, the shame around, I ate a burger right. goes away. You know, it, I mean, maybe it doesn't go away 100% of the time, but it definitely right. decreases significantly. Um, right. I actually use a, a little bit of a tool to kind of measure that. And so at three points throughout the three month program, once a month, we sort of do a check in. Um, I have three or four questions that I like to ask to gauge where they are on a scale of one to five. And so that way, at the end, we can really compare what where we started at and where we finished. That's awesome. Yeah. And there's like a real tangible change. It's usually like a two you know, like if they started at a two, they might be at a four by the time that we're done in three months. Wow. That's really, really good. Um, and, you know, it's so important for, for us to feel empowered in our own food choices, right? I think a lot of the times where, you know, we see patients or customers um, that are confused, like you said, very confused. And it's unfortunate because nutrition is so important to somebody's quality of life, right? Um, and the whole reason, you know, for Dietitian Way was to provide you know, people like yourself who can help um, and who can really bust the myths that are out there, right? Um, whereas a lot of, you know, people who aren't dietitians, um, you know, maybe spreading those rumors and making it worse for the customer's head, right? M mindset. Absolutely. And, you know, all of that fear mongering, all it does is create anxiety around. Food. Right. Um, confusion around food, like you mentioned, and just this general fear where, every choice is like a life or death decision decision like everything right. is poison you know and right. it's like it's not that serious it really isn't um right <laughs> and so i think a, a lot of the like one of my like my favorite successes are that like that aha moment when they're like oh my gosh so you mean the you know non-organic blueberries aren't gonna <laughs> yeah <my> life? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. No, that's awesome. Okay, so anything else that you want to share with us about your business, um, your private practice, being a dietitian, um, anything else? Sure, yeah. I'm also expanding uh, my services into workplace wellness and uh, training, professional training for organizations and groups. Um, for example, training doctors, nurses, health educators nice. um, in diabetes care, standards of care in diabetes, culturally responsive nutrition as well. Um, I think that that's a really key learning point that a lot of the medical community still needs to catch on to. Um, and so that's one of the newest offerings that I'm offering. Um, and so I'm, I'm really excited about that because it means that if we can get doctors and nurses and community mm -hmm. health workers on board, nutrition educators on board with this message, then everybody's going to really benefit at every touch point um, from not, you know, not from decreasing the shame around eating our cultural foods and highlighting right. the nutritional benefits. And that's going to make health disparities decrease over time, I think. That's my hypothesis. <laughs> no, it's mine too, actually. <laughs> so you're not alone. Um, no, I totally 100% agree with you. I think that doctors and physicians and nurses are frontline workers and they're the people who are referring, you know, patients to us. So if they can be, you know, part of the solving that problem, right, it would be even more helpful for us and for patient care and for quality of care, because 
you know, I think a lot of patients go into their physician's offices and, you know, they dread getting weighed, right? They dread like having to um, be told that, you know, our cultural foods are not okay, right? And I think, you know, people like yourself who are trying to um, combat that stigma, right, is so, so important because um, our cultural foods are a part of who we are. It's a part of our of um of our of our of growing up, it's a part of you know family gatherings, and so there is no going away with it, and there really shouldn't be a you know having to fear these foods or having to shame you know ourselves for eating those foods, right? Because they're just as healthy as chicken and white bread and brown rice and broccoli. <laughs> exactly, and sometimes even more nutritious. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about all of the different ways that we include all these quote unquote, superfoods in our, in our, you know, heritage meals, things that we've been eating, our family's been eating for centuries. Um, You know, now it's being coined as superfoods, but we know there. Avocado. (laughs) Exactly. Quinoa, you know. Chia seeds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I love the work that you're doing. Um, you are so versatile. You're doing everything, right? So you're trying to hit the doctors. You're trying to hit the customers. You also have a, a really cool book out that I want to show people. Um, so I'm going to bring up your profile. And if you don't mind just walking us through this profile, it'd be Absolutely. awesome. So Absolutely. give me just one second. Let me pull it up. All right, here we go. Look at this. I love that picture. Thank you. There I am. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it says bilingual Latina weight inclusive dietitian and diabetes educator. Walk us through your, your profile. Yeah, sure. I can't see it that well from where I'm standing. Oh, there you go. That's better. <laughs> okay. Um, So yes, what do I offer? What kind of services I offer? Well, I offer virtual services, telehealth. So the portal that I work with has a platform where we can see each other um, and we can also uh, chat through there. It's all HIPAA protected. Um, I do, I actually offer 20 minute discovery calls. So little five extra minute freebie there for you um, because I really want to make sure that we're a good fit. Uh, and that I'm meeting your needs. Um, Let's see, what else? Services offered, I mentioned my one-to-one sessions. So I offer individual sessions if you don't want to commit for three months or maybe if you want something that's less frequent than the cadence of the three-month program. Um, But definitely by far the most popular program that I offer is the one-to-one Deja La Dieta program. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it's a 90-day title. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's my little catchphrase, Deja La Dieta. Um, so Which means ditch the diet in English. It does. It does. It ditch the diet. No, thank you. I sometimes I automatically assume everybody understands what that means. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, it means ditch the diet, and uh, it's a three month program where uh, we build your nutrition foundation and build that self efficacy, so that at the end you can enjoy your um, cultural foods while still honoring your health. Um, let's see. I speak Spanish. I also speak a little bit of Italian. Ooh. I probably, you know, hold a, a conversation, but let's not advertise that. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the languages I've been meaning to speak for a while. So uh, I'm going to have to talk to you. Go. Time. 
Yes, Duolingo helped me a lot. So um, definitely helpful. Um, so who do I serve? So it's typically adults. Um, I, I'm not a specialist with kids. So I, you know, I will work with kids, but it's not um, sort of my specialty. And I would probably refer you to a somebody that specializes in childhood nutrition. Um, so I work mostly with adults, anyone over the age of 18, all the way to 85 or, you know, older age um, and sort of geriatric uh, nutrition as well. Um, let's see. Sorry, it's a little getting a little close. Oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll uh, read off for you. So the communities that you're allied with are um, bisexual allied, body positivity, uh, there's a lot of different things here. Yeah, like, I was pretty, pretty I'm nice. An, yeah, I'm an oh, ally for everyone. So yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, definitely an advantage growing up in Miami, right? I feel like we're in, you know, thrown into a variety of different cultures and different ways of life. Exactly. So I'm very open minded and always willing to learn new things and ask questions. Um, so pretty much. My profile is just a reiteration of everything that you already know about me. Here are her specialties listed out. And then I wanted to go over your product, which I was looking at earlier. I'm like, this is exactly what we need. <laughs> this is this is a great, great product here. Thank you so much. Yes. And I have it in English and Spanish. Oh, nice. Um, yes. Uh, so if you want it in Spanish, you can have it in Spanish. It's good for both providers and for patients. So okay. it's made so that providers who aren't familiar with Latin American food ways can kind of look at it and adapt it to, you know, a, a sort of United States way approach yeah. um, with the diabetes plate as the foundation. I love it. But it also features foods from that culture. So for Cuba, we have like rice and beans with, um, you know, pork and a salad with, um, avocado and cabbage. And it makes me hungry right now. <laughs> yeah. And that's a typical Cuban meal, right? But there's this misconception that we can't have those foods and still honor our health, but we absolutely can. I love it. I that's love some it. worksheets too at the end. So Ooh, nice. print it out, give it to your patient. Or if you're, um, if you are the patient, you can reuse them. Um, so it's great. That's such an important piece. The, um, you know, making sure that you're, you know, putting the patient or the doctor, whoever is reading it, you know, to actually work through the, the problem, right? Because um, I think it's really easy to kind of read something and be like, yeah, I got it. But then it's like, you got to put it into practice, right? So I think that's a great thing that you have there is, you know, you're making them put it into practice immediately after they read it. Exactly, exactly. Let's look at your uh, website. Let me see if it shows up. Here we go. There it is. I love this. I love the colors. So nice. Thank you. Yeah, and that's the link straight to the Better Blood Sugars book, but you can also just like visit the shop and you'll see that there's the Spanish version on there and there's also some merch. I offer oh, cute. Um, yeah, I offer a little mug. It says, Oye chica, deja la dieta. Which I means, love it. It so just cute. means me, girl, ditch the diet. <laughs> so, love 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 perfect for like a little morning coffee and then a popular one is the tote bag the tote bag says it's like a thank you bag but it says deja la dieta 
and I have it in um, canvas. Oh, I love it. I like the black and green one. This is yeah, so people seem to love this one. Really? Yeah, it's a it's a popular one. I guess people just like totes, you know, dietitians and tote bags. Yes, and water <laughs> bottles and chapsticks. Oh yeah, we love them. Okay, cool. So any advice that you would give to aspiring dietitians, like, you know, RDTBs, uh, you know, entering the field of dietetics? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on what you want to do within the field of dietetics. But if you really want to, you know, do something a little bit different, that's not clinical, which I knew from the beginning that I did not want to do clinical work uh, for the, my whole dietitian career. Um, get yourself out there, you know, try new things, uh, see what you like, see what you're good at, um, because you may not know that you're extremely skilled at recipe development until you try it or that you can, you know, create um, great nutrition content. So get yourself out there, um, have a voice, have a unique point of view, um, and always challenge everything that you learn. Don't mm -hmm. just take its word for it, you know, really do your research because there's a lot of information that we learn in our training that isn't really applicable in real life um, and that it's from a perspective that doesn't include us all. Very well said. I 100% agree. Um, very nice. I love seeing uh, people of color who are becoming dietitians. I think when I was in school 10 years ago, which is kind of crazy, um, I think it was just me and another person that was Latina. Yeah. Of like a class of like 30, 40 people. Yeah. I mean, so, here I in see, Miami. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I, I just see the field changing um, as the years come by. We've, we're becoming more specialized. We're also becoming a little bit more diverse, um, which is good to see. I totally agree. Um, and I was just going to say here in Miami, I went to FIU and, and luckily it was pretty diverse, but it didn't stop the curriculum from making us yeah. as diverse individuals question our own food. Yeah. And um, I think that's pretty problematic. I think um, I think you really got to be confident in knowing that your foods are nutritious because there's a lot of information and a lot of people out there who say that they aren't. Yeah. And sometimes they're people that hold positions of power and their voices are really elevated. So, you know. Oh, <laughs> we got knocked off for a second, but that's okay. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, I love I love what you're doing here, and I think it's such a great um, just stance and great information that you're putting out to the world. And hopefully, little by little, people like you are going to change the stigmas that we have in our culture and are going to really make a difference um, to how people view our culture and, and our foods and so forth. So, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, last but not least, what is your favorite dish to eat? Oof, that's a really complicated one. <laughs> I, I love so many. I have so many favorite dishes. Like, I mean, if you want a dish from my culture that's my favorite, it's probably picadillo. Okay. Um, if what is want, picadillo for those who don't know? Yes, picadillo is a Cuban-style ground beef, and um, we make it with our sofrito, which is olive oil, onion, garlic, and green bell pepper. Um, and we add all sorts of herbs and spices like bay leaf and cumin and oregano mm -hmm. with some tomato sauce, potatoes. We put potatoes in there too. Yeah. It's really good. Um, some people put raisins. I don't. Yeah, I'm my mom does actually. I'm not oh, yeah? kidding, but we, make, we have our own. 
our own kind of picadillo. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and you're going to see it in a lot of countries. It's a pretty popular, like, straightforward dish. But yeah, it's definitely picadillo. Um, if not, it's sushi. I love sushi. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of sushi? I feel like there's so many kinds. Um, gosh, okay. I love just like the nigiri. I love conch and octopus. Um, there's this like, like any kind of whitefish. There's this one place that offers this like really good sea bream with like a little bit of yuzu kosher <laughs> on top. I'm a, I'm a sushi You're like nerd. salivating right now. <laughs> yeah, I um, I worked at sushi restaurants for like 10 years before I, oh wow. Yeah, decided to go and study dietetics. Did you get um, free food while you were working? Because I feel like oh, yeah. you should have. Okay. Lots, lots. <laughs> I love like crispy rice, spicy tuna. That's my favorite dish. So yeah, I could go on forever, but I, I love to try new and different things. I don't like things that are too fishy, uh, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, I feel like with dietitians, I think a lot of us are foodies. And I think that's a huge stigma that we're just like, you know, healthy eaters all around and all we eat is like kale and stuff. And it's a total opposite. <laughs> Yeah, I think if you want a good recommendation for a restaurant, ask a dietitian and, and they'll lead you in the right way. Thousand percent, thousand percent. Yeah, that's why I went into food. I, I, you know, also, I guess I should have said that in my introduction. But yeah, while I was working and going to school, um, I mean, while I was going to school, I was also working as a as a waitress at different yeah. sushi, sushi and like Asian infused restaurants. Nice. Um, so that like really grew my love for food and my appreciation for different cultural foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I am now. So yeah, to show that all skills are transferable. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I agree. I feel like that's how I've been able to get this far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just exactly. by that. Um, well, any last words before we um, end our session? Um, if you're looking to where to find me, you can find me on Instagram. It's at en la mesa nutrition, just like my uh, bottom caption there. Nice. Um, and you can also find me at www.enlamesanutrition.com. So it's pretty consistent. Uh, you can also just Google me uh, <laughs> and it'll take you to my pages. So I'm excited to connect with any uh, clients who may be feeling really, really excited after watching this, and any dietitians that might see an opportunity for collaboration or simply just getting to know each other because you feel like we're vibing. Nice. Thank you so much, Diana. I appreciate this 100%. I'm so excited for people to see you and get to know you better, and excited for everything to come in the future for you. Thank you so much, Leda. I'm excited to, uh, you know, take advantage of Dietitian Your Way. I think that's such a necessary platform. So thank I appreciate you. that. Yeah. So hopefully we can get some more people on here. And um, and that's pretty much it. That's a wrap. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for the people who are, are watching or listening. Um, make sure you hit the like button, the follow button on whatever platform you are listening in on or watching.